2: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Adventures in Collecting podcast. Today, what you're about to hear is a special fireside chat and roundtable with uh, Funko Vice President of Pop Yourself and Retail, Dave Bure. Dave uh, sat down with our Dave, along with uh, some other members of the toy community to discuss the new Pop Yourself program what's in the pipeline, what's to come, as well as to answer a bunch of questions. So sit back, grab yourself a pop, and take a listen to this awesome roundtable discussion. Take it away, Dave.
3: How I kind of have this broken out today is I want to um, spend some time in talking about what this brand is and why it's extremely unique for our portfolio and how it's going to be positioned in our portfolio going forward which will probably prompt some questions. I want to talk about the highlights that we've done thus far. Uh, we we This has been a, a product that has existed in our store. We've had our two stores. We've had success. We brought it on to e-commerce uh, on August 22nd. And I want to fill you in on kind of what we're seeing out of the gates. And then I want to go a little bit into where we're going um, and how we're thinking about the brand as we head into the holiday season, but also as we head into uh, next year because we're really – for us, the August 22nd date was really day one about this. It was it was a milestone in time, but there's so much more in front of us that we're really excited to talk to you about today. You know, ultimately, this brand is about people uh, and that opens up a whole host of opportunities for us uh, at Funko. And it makes the opportunity, the business opportunity, massive, but it makes how we can engage with our fans in new ways Um really game changing for us if um everyone i'm sure on the call is familiar with our pop brand what what makes it unique is the stylization i'll bring up my uh special assistant michael jordan here um and you can see that the head uh to body ratio is a certain size obviously the black eyes are um a part of it and every single item that we release has uh within the Pop brand has that fam, a form factor. And that has really resonated with fans to the fact that we don't, you know, at Funko Pop isn't a product line, it's a platform. And here are some examples of the different product lines that have uh, come out from Pop. It could be on t-shirts, it could be on ornaments, it could be pins, it could be different scales. Uh, it could be not a physical product like our digital collectibles which continue to do really well earlier this uh or late last year we announced the um the Funko Fusion video game that's a huge step forward for our uh our brand and and this stylization uh mixed with licenses and how fans engage with it um and i i this is important important place to start because um as we think about pop yourself going forward like this is the platform that there's there's out there today. So this gives us a blueprint, as we can think about uh, pop yourself going forward. The other thing to note with this is this is this is this is millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars um, for Funko. And it is obviously the biggest piece of our business. But at the same time, as as it is 98% licensed. Um, So in a way, when you think about ways that pop can participate in different aspects of life, that as big as it is that seems uh limiting which is why we're so excited that the pop yourself um, pop yourself brings pop to everyone and we think it's really our time to cement the pop uh form factor as an icon and it's not just about expansion it's about uh participation think about our fan who Loves said license. Loves the superhero. It's their hero. They display it on their their desk. That's a part of their life. It's a part of how fans identify. Um, But there's so much more in that fan's life uh, where either they themselves can become the hero. uh, Loved ones can become the hero. Uh, and now in pop form, we think is extremely uh, game-changing for our brand that fans get to step into that moment first and foremost. It's about uh, participation. Um, It's also the ultimate uh, narrative changer for our brand. And I'll I'll walk through a personal example of mine. Today, Funko, we are in the business of connecting uh, fans to fandoms. That's that's what we do. We connect and then we connect um, them to other fans uh, and it creates an incredible community. Uh, connecting fans to fandoms is is pretty linear when you think about it. And these are, exa- these are my examples. And I, I do think, I'm not going to get into it today, but I do think the psychology behind why we like what we like is super interesting. And these are four of my fandoms, Ninja Turtle, Elvis, Michael Jordan, and Mike and Ikes. And just to walk through like just a little bit behind those Ninja Turtles is the first piece of content I ever saw. It's the reason pizza is my favorite food. My grandma loved Elvis. Um, that's all she listened to that. When I think of my grandma, I think about Elvis. I'm uh, born and raised in Chicago, a kid in the nineties. Of course, Michael Jordan's a hero of mine. And my brother, you know, would never let me have his uh, Mike and Ike's, and we'd always have him in the house and, and I just never was able to have them like that. That's how I connected these the fandoms. And that's why, which I think is interesting in itself. But again, like that's only a part of who I am. I got three kids. I, I, I'm married. I got a dog. It's my best friend in the world. And now Pop gets to participate in all that. And, and what, what a personal space that, you know, it's not that, that connecting fans to fans isn't personal because it is and it's important. But moving into some of these other aspects of life, what a, what a personal You know, space to be in. And what a privilege for a brand like Funko to be able to participate in different aspects uh, of fans' lives. And obviously, with that, we think um, comes a huge uh, opportunity, um, you know, as we go forward. And through this, because we get to participate in different aspects of different uh, people's lives, bringing in different interests. We think, from a consumer standpoint, this is a huge uh, opportunity for us. Today, um, we are, our core fan base really lives within the millennial, although we are exp- it continues to uh, expand, and that will always be uh, our core. But looking at these three different groups, each one serves a really important uh, purpose for us. First, with um, Gen Z, you think about how pop yourself can participate in cultural conversation going forward that really pop can't imagine something goes trending on TikTok, the red boots from a few months ago. That's very hard for like pop to react to make a pop like what is that in pop form? But because pop yourself is people and how people experience life, something like that can come into uh, this brand as we go forward, so we're excited about that, and we're excited about how we can use that to engage uh, Gen Z as we go forward. Um, another one that has been growing for us is families. We have we've seen this with our core business, and I can't tell you how many families I've talked to over the, over my time at Funko of uh sons collecting with their moms or complete families you know showing up at events it's something that they they all have their own individual fandoms but it's something they participate in together um which is great this uh for pop yourself allows us to engage with families different retail is this this brand has been launched in our retail stores um, for the past uh, few years, it's been the number one item. It's it, you know, it's it gives us it gave us the reason to believe all the things. But one of the things that we noticed in stores was um, family and friends and groups were going through this process together, laughing, building out each other, uh, taking turns. You know, seeing you know, building each other and what that would be, and having special reveals. That's something like retail is going to be a part of this strategy going forward. Uh, in fact, a big part, how we think about the experience um, is going to be really important in engaging families. We're not, I'm not sitting here and saying we're Build-A-Bear, but I think there is, you know, a blueprint um, there as we think about experience in person um, that, uh, you know, could could be interesting to emulate as we go forward. And then the last and most important, we'll get into this in more—not um, most important, but the, the last and uh, most relevant, um, given the time of year we're heading into, is gift giving. We think you know, Funko as a business is uh, seasonal. We're, we're seasonal. We will see the spikes, but we're also seasonal around content. Like we'll see some of our biggest months in the summer, uh, based on you know, ten pole releases or evergreen items tied to ten 10-pole releases. Um, but this is a real opportunity to bring gift giving in because it's it, it personal and it just lends itself to that. And it's not just, hey, we're heading into the holiday season, which we think will be great. It's Valentine's Day. It's Mother's Day. It's Father's Day. It's graduations. It's birthdays. It's anniversaries. All of that now comes into play for Pop Yourself, where we think we can add spikes to our business, that weren't necessarily uh, there before. Before I get into the highlights, I didn't. I know those are, those are some fundamental things about the brand. I just wanted to pause and just see if there was any questions on any of that before we move into what we're seeing since launch.
4: I have a question. For bodies on the pop yourself, how come there aren't any licensed brands such as your head on a Spider-Man
3: body, things like that? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. First of all, you'll see that in a slide coming up. Um, licensing is coming. We strategically launched um, without it because we thought that this room had the air uh, to breathe as an introduction point, an opportunity for the POP IP to step forward and be front of the line uh, and establish that. And But certainly as we go forward, we know the, the importance of connecting fans to fandoms to our business that's going to be a key part of this so while it's not here at launch we have um, I'm not I'm not going to say any specific licenses today but I'm going to go into how we're thinking about it because I think there's some really interesting and authentic ways to engage different fan bases but that's that was a strategic decision uh, we made but with that said it's definitely coming in uh 2024.
4: Um, hi, can I ask a question? Uh, this is Nadia with the Talkers and Geeks. Um, will people be able to kind of ask for anything specific? Like, let's say like a sports team, like if, uh, you know, someone that plays for like a team, uh, maybe not necessarily like professional, but like uh, high school or basketball or something like that.
3: Yes, that is. So there's, I'm going to get into this a little bit, but Liz, you know, to the day one comment, um, this is day one from an assortment standpoint, and this is people, and we are going to uh, constantly and have the pipeline to listen to fans on what's missing from our assortment and what you know, we can add that, that represents fans and that they can participate in. Over the summer, probably a top five thing I heard to your, to your question was popping uh, my team. Um, through youth sports, through uh, high school sports, I mean, with the Nil, there's there's uh, obviously a lot of um, attention around uh, young uh, non-professional sports, I should say. So that's absolutely something that we're exploring, whether that's um, you know looking at multiple uh, figures in a single pack, like literally building like a team pack versus making sure we have all the sports, Uh, The top youth sports represented from an accessory standpoint, from a jersey standpoint, and making sure that um, from a number standpoint that we're facilitating that either through print on uh, the actual item or stickers. There's a lot that we're working through with that. But to answer your question, that is also something popping your team that's going to be that is on our calendar for next year. Um, so let's talk about what we're seeing um, thus far from our brand. Um, the first is, yes, we are selling items, but we are um, we are enabling that you it's not just about purchasing you know, an avatar that you create. It's something that you can download. It's something you can share. That's gonna be something that we'll continue to invest in and continue to make that experience better. Um, there is a huge, uh, digital play here as we think about you know i we we one of our marketing slogans is join the population uh we want to create a world of uh, pops and um since we've la- uh, moved over to our 3 3D, 3D avatar builder which was earlier this year we've had over 1 million uh, digital uh, avatars uh, created and you know just what is it seven seven or eight months um, since we launched that. So we're really excited about what that means from how we can uh, convert those to actual product sales, uh, but also socially and, and sharing and getting, you know, back to the cementing the pop uh, as an icon. This is gonna be very important to our strategy uh, going forward, which I thought was uh, super interesting. And that's another version of me there with my dog and I love uh, baseball and Halloween. So more about me, different versions you can uh, purchase. Um, the other thing that we're seeing, it is the number one item, uh, by far on, uh, Funko.com, um, since launch. So we're super excited about, uh, the results we've seen out of the gate. Um, I think in the next, I'll just throw this out here too. I think in the next week or two, it will be the number one dollar item on the year. Um, so we're definitely on track as we lead into the holiday season, which we have really big expectations. It's something that, um, has read that the accessibility has really resonated with fans um we are going to continue to work through to make sure that the unboxing experience and the experience of uh shipping and how quickly people get it and and all of that is uh as good as it can be if you haven't seen this will be small on the screen but if you haven't seen the box we send it in we really you know focus on the year one of one thinking of bright colorful uh packaging because the moment that you or a loved one, uh, becomes a pop figure is such a special moment. And that's going to be something that we continue to invest in. And it's going to be important for the longevity of the the program. And in addition to, you know, all the different things we can do with the assortment, but we are, um, we're really excited about what this means, um, from, uh, you know, what are fans, uh, choosing standpoint, I think this is super interesting because, you know, today Funko.com is we, through the growth of Funko.com, we've learned more about our fans than we ever have before. Uh, and that's extremely, you know, valuable for us to deliver better experiences and better products for them going forward. Uh, up until the launch of Pop Yourself, you know, the interest uh and affinities are very much license specific. That's the business we're in. Um, but it's really interesting when you bring in a whole um uh amount of new non-licensed items and you think about what are resonating uh with people and i think it's just you know looking at the this these are the top 10 accessories chosen it's just it's it's the these are the things that are part of every people's everyday's life you may not watch that superhero movie every day you may not read that comic book every day but a lot of people are gaming every day. A lot of people have their morning coffee. A lot of people exercise every day. A lot of people are at work on laptops. Like these, these, these are the things that, you know, are just interesting as we, that people identify with and that we can learn from uh, as we go forward, which is, I think, going to be really uh, great for our, uh, our brand. Um, on September 12th, last week, I think this is a great example of how we're going to participate uh, in the seasons. Um, we launched our Halloween assortment, um, which allows fans to um, costume up in a skeleton outfit or a mummy outfit with a uh, a whole bunch of uh, accessories. What's not pictured here and what's pictured on the a buddy slide is probably the cutest little ghost you'll uh, you'll ever see. Um, but what we're, we're excited about this is this is obviously something that uh resonates with our uh halloween in general resonates with our fan base but it's it's also an example of how we can participate in seasonal moments that may not be necessarily gift giving moments but they're an opportunity to re-engage uh our fan base like halloween and the results we've seen out of this are great this is a limited time assortment and we are definitely on a a path uh, to sell out of this
2: and now a word from our sponsors This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy-Wubsy Toys, a traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey. Chubsy-Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at their brand new home at 101 Newark Pompton Turnpike Suite 1 in Little Falls, New Jersey or online at chubsywubsy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y-dot-com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. Rewind and press play on your VHS collection with CGC. CGC is excited to announce our newest collectible vertical, CGC Home Video. As a division dedicated to authenticating and grading your VHS collection, our experts are ready to help you encapsulate your favorite video cassettes. Don't settle for static on the screen. Submit today at cgcgrading.com. That's
0: cgcgrading.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from
1: McDonald's mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar 49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Ba da ba ba ba. And now
1: back to the show.
3: Um, so that's an example of seasonal. Um, an example of uh, life moments of something we introduced last week is uh, babies. I think to the question on sports teams uh, earlier in youth sports, you know, this idea of family and coming together. Right now, we have two uh, body types that I would say are uh, adult focused I think we are looking at what what building out a family would be, and I think this is the first step. Obviously, uh, having a baby is a huge milestone uh, in people's lives, so we're really excited that pop yourself can now be a part of a moment that you know bunko in general would would really probably never be uh involved with and if you think about um the whether you're you you or a loved one just had a baby and what this can represent of of that you think about baby showers you think about um reveal and announcement moments all of that now pop yourself can participate so when we say It's a privilege to be a part of these moments that we weren't a part of uh, prior. This is it. This is an example. And this is something that we are, as we move into 2024, are going to be doing a deep dive of how we can specifically um, have, you know, items where where, uh, fans can celebrate these key life moments. And if you haven't seen a baby, I have one here. I know it's probably small on the screen. You can see that the scale uh, sits up in its own blister, Um, super cute. Um, so we're excited about the, uh, early response on this too. And again, it's, I think it's a good contrast of how we're going to participate in seasons and how we're going to participate in life moments. Um, the next is, uh, one of the other stats that I didn't mention, which I'm fine sharing. We, we are over, over 50% of the time, uh, people, uh, when they purchase a pop yourself item are adding a buddy. What is a buddy? A buddy is—I um, uh, mean, for all all purposes—a pad. But we have some great plans for this line. The scale of a pop uh, to a buddy. I'll just flash this up again. You can see it's just kind of a cute little sidekick um, that goes with you. But we've—we've we've, buddies have been a, um, a mainstay since we launched them uh, in stores, and uh, up into this point, they've been. Just dogs and cats, but we know that. Um, but we can have fun with buddies. They could be literal, like a pet, which is why we're bringing in a rabbit, and a snake, and, and uh, more dogs. But there's opportunities to bring in things like a ghost. That's the ghost I was referencing. Which um, our number one buddy uh, up until this point has been uh, a black cat. It just it just has it just it just goes it cranks it's the number one. No other buddy has really come close to it. Although collectively they all do well. But last week, with the launch of the Ghost, the Black Hat was finally uh, dethroned. So we're really excited about what this can mean. This is an attach item. So this is an additional uh, $4 um, as we go forward. And you have the opportunity to add up to two. So Buddies is a place that we're going to continue to invest in uh, as we go forward. And these Buddies you see here outside of the Ghost are, re- are, are releasing uh, next week. So we're really excited to expand um, the Buddy assortment and choice for fans. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is something that is happening uh, today. So to the digital and activation standpoint, to the join the population uh, comment, we're doing something that, um, for us, as far as reaching Gen Z, reaching uh, a new customer is something that, um, we've just never really done anything quite like this. So today on TikTok, you know, TikTok's all about fun videos and viral moments and filters and, and, you know, funny, humorous, all sorts of emotion, uh, short clips. And we're excited that we've, we've partnered with TikTok to bring a lighter version of our builder, uh, into the platform. So if you go on TikTok and you go under effects, it's going to be, it's on the top row. I just looked at it. Um, So we're, uh, we're really excited about this. I would give you a live demo, but we, we tried this earlier and like It just didn't, didn't quite read. Yeah. So we're, we're obviously really excited about what this can mean for the brand going forward and just reaching a larger audience. We also think it's just super fun back to like the, the the DNA of what our brand of Bunko is and what Pop Yourself is. We think fans will have a lot of fun with this. I think the fact that it blinks and like the eyebrows raises yours do. I think uh, we're excited to see the types of videos that fans make today. Um, so that's something that we're going to be monitoring uh, throughout the day, and are excited about. Um, so next, I want to talk about uh, what's next. Um, so that's those are some of the highlights that we've seen. Uh, For pop yourself up into this point, Um, as we go forward, we know we're knocking on the doorstep of holiday, and um, for us, uh, we've launched this, we've campaigned, and we're going to be moving into a holiday push, uh, positioning this really as uh, the ultimate uh, gift. You know why? Uh, First and foremost, it's it's personal. I think whether you're a fan or even know what pop is or not the fact of getting uh, a figure of yourself that you can display that has your name on the box that um, has the, your interest in the hands. I think that moment of, getting that uh and 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 seeing that but also this idea of giving it the person who gave it to you it shows that you know them i think you know that that exchange is personal uh it's and then it is a pop figure so it's also fun so we're we do think that this is um a huge opportunity for us this holiday season like i said before the gift giving season is going forward Um, At $30, uh, we think that that's also a great uh, price point for customization and personalization. If you compare that to just other uh, products in the marketplace, we think that we're well positioned at that price point. And the fact that um, you'll get it um, at, at, at a reliable time. Right now, I mean, these are... These are shipping out in a day and a half, and there's ground shipping. So it's arriving to fans in four to five days. Um, we're planning to scale as holiday scales so we can do the best we can to uh, keep that as we go forward. So this is a reliable gift uh, as we move into the uh, holiday season. I think that's a really important point that we focused a lot on the fulfillment side, which I haven't um, talked a lot uh, about, because obviously the complexity of that, of of putting together really a a one-of-one every time going out the door. But for us, this holiday aside, the fact that hey, it's January and I got a birthday party next weekend—is uh, this a gift that you can go on Funko.com and receive and expect to give? And the short answer for us is yes, and that's going to be really important as we go forward. So as we scale, um, that's those are the problems we're going to have to solve, and we're going to solve because that's for us that's a key part of the experience, and it's going to be a key part of the experience this holiday um one of the things we're going to showcase this holiday is like for halloween you can become a mummy and like you for uh you can become a skeleton this holiday you are going to be able to become uh an elf which we're um really excited about this is something that we tested in our stores um for just a few weeks uh last year but we're excited about bringing this to the masses and what this can mean i think there's a lot of um, you know, a lot of celebration of families and jammies and all of that coming together. And we we think that this will uh, uh, resonate with fans. And um, you can expect to see this later this uh, holiday season. Um, so we expect the, the, a quite literal take on seasonal um, in addition to, you know, all, all the other just uh, everyday gift giving moments. So we're excited about this. Um, And then just to talk through, I'm gonna spend a little time going into detail. I know the slide's generic, but I I promise I'm gonna give you a little more um, detail uh, than that. So the first is like some of the questions that that have come up on uh, product uh, evolution. Uh, First and foremost, we're gonna listen to, we have multiple pipelines that we are listening to, whether it's actual social listening, whether it's our own social uh, uh, channels and polls, whether it's our customer service, we have active flows of information coming to us about what fans want to see next. And we are absolutely going to be listening to that. In fact, we have a whole um, updated assortment that has uh, another 150 items coming in the first half of um, next year that is 100% listening on to what fans want to see. Because like I said before, ultimately this brand works if fans can see themselves, if they can identify with the choice that we're providing. And I'll give, I'll give, you know, one example. One of the things that uh, popped up in the feedback was a wheelchair. Um, and that's something that um, we heard across all different vehicles. And uh, that's an example of something that you're going to be able to get in the first half of next year. So it's important for fans again, to see themselves. The, the other thing with, um, uh, the product evolution is more um, seasonal moments in being a part of uh cultural uh, conversation. So like I mentioned, all the different gift giving moments of Valentine's day is happening. Mother's day is happening. Father's day is happening. Where we'll have literal uh, examples of product that we, that fans can celebrate. The other thing we're looking in as we get into these special moments is we're going to start to introduce um, special boxes, which um we think will just add to the collectability and specialness of the moment. So that those are all things that you'll expect to see us uh, do uh, uh, early next year. The next is licensing i mean this is this is a question we get obviously because of the nature of our business and and um the uh strategically like i said we launched without licensing this is this is about celebration of pop and, and cementing that as an icon but we know that our fans uh love fandoms and and we know that that's how a lot of people get their identities which we embrace and that's great uh, as we move into next year, licensing is actually uh, absolutely going to be a part of it. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of a sneak of how we're thinking about it. One is um, probably the obvious of, um, hey, we had accessory choices. You have uh, T-shirt choices that you may pop into Funko.com and see that there's certain accessories would be highlighted and you can, and you can represent that and, and, and participate in that. And I think that that's a way you'd think that this would, um, how this, how licensing would live within this brand. The other thing we are exploring is we know that there are, there are, there are fan bases out there that are massive and not just the, the, the amount of fans they have, but the amount of content they have where pop yourself can, um, and said, you know, big license can be its whole own ecosystem. Um, so we are exploring that too. And how, you know, the di- distribution side of that will come to life, I think, um, may or may not uh, be on Funko.com. And those are the types of things that we, you know we are exploring of how we can bring this brand to life uh, for fans. The last thing that we think this lends for licensing that really lends itself well to our point-in-time uh, events. Obviously, events are part of our DNA. We do the the Comic-Cons, and you know, we do the Funko Bills, and we're about to go to New York Comic-Con. Those are big, and I, I would expect some sort of representation of that as we uh, pop yourself in that as we go forward. But there's also cultural moments that tie to licensing. Um, this is one that's not imminent, but uh, I'll just take the Super Bowl as an example, where uh, is a point in time. It is a weekend. Imagine if you did uh, we were there and you did have custom items that were the teams playing, hopefully the Bears one day for 20, you know, 34, um, that where you can put yourself, you know, in that team's jersey, have that custom box. And it's very special for that moment. We think that's important to drive the collectibility uh, of this brand as we go forward. So we're excited about and are exploring what exactly that can look like uh, as we go forward. Uh, And then the last piece, um, and I'll kind of close with this, is currently this is only available in the U.S. Um, More than any other license we have, uh, we know that this is going to resonate uh, across the globe because it's people. Um, and so the the one of the things that we're actively working on as we move into uh, next year is how can we expand this into different territories? And um, that is gonna be something we do next year. The exact rollout is something that we're actively working on day to day now, but we'll have more to share on, on that because uh, obviously getting this uh, accessible to more fans is really important for us. Um, So that's that's another pillar that you'll see as we move into 2023. Um, With that, that is the end of uh, what I had uh, prepared. Um, Hopefully that just gave you a little bit of insight into how we're thinking about the brand uh, within our uh, portfolio at Funko. What are the highlights we're seeing? There's a lot that we're really encouraged about. And how do we take that momentum and build it as we move into next year um, is, is what we want to showcase for you today. So with that, I'll, I think we'll open up another uh, question, period, if that works.
4: Thank you, Dave. Yeah, we have a few pop yourself related questions that we can go through. Um, first, we had a question. Can you tell me where the f- figures are manufactured? If overseas, have you considered building facilities in the United States?
3: We are so um, yes to everything you just said. They are manufac They are components that are manufactured um, overseas, and they are. We have a fulfillment uh, center in Mexico, um, which is I'm in San Diego, and it's just uh, you know I can get there in under 45 minutes. Um, that uh, assembles and ship some, uh, over the border to ship out in the United States is how it's currently planned. Um, as we go forward, we're looking at all, uh, options. I mean, because we're talking about small, uh, components there, there are, um, opportunities for us to think differently about it, but that's at least currently how the, the programs run.
4: Great. Um, are there plans for more hairstyles, hair colors, and clothing options to be able to match more personal styles?
3: Yes, lots of that. I mean, I think to the day one uh, comment, our assortment uh, had to start somewhere. But again, it's really day one. And as we go forward, the biggest thing for us is listening to fans and fans feedback and implementing that uh, into this assortment. So this is going to get uh, bigger. We'll optimize where we need to optimize where you know we can look at slow sellers or outfits that don't resonate anymore. but that's gonna be really important for us from a trend perspective, but also to make sure that people can see themselves uh, perspective as we go forward. So uh, starting next spring, we have a whole uh, next round of items coming through. and if there are specific things, uh, to an example of fan feedback, just provide those directly to myself or uh, Brianna. We have a running list um, that we evaluate and we look for trends and themes um, and we all we need to see is that and things get added to the assortment. So they short That's a long answer to a short answer, which is yes. <laughs>
4: Um, someone had mentioned your reference to build a bear and they're curious about the experience for retail, given that there's an Everett store with the pop yourself experience in the Hollywood store, obviously, is there more to be considered for the retail experience further afield or is this really just an online experience for now?
3: No, I mean, retail is, I I say that comment intentionally because it, it, It retails a key part of this strategy going forward um, to what I said about what we're seeing in stores about families uh, coming together. I think because it's accessible on Funko.com now, we have to think differently about our stores. They have to, uh, as experiential as our stores are for the pop yourselves section, has to be more experiential. So the types of things that we're looking at is um, differentiated assortment, uh, differentiated uh, box uh as you go through the you know the the build experience is that different than online are there un- unique photo ops and is there a ceremonial uh pickup uh when when you get your pop all of those things are being evaluated so the short answer is yes we are going to be looking at both HQ and um Hollywood, but there's also we think opportunity. Like I said, with pop ups and other small, smaller format, where this can come to life even beyond those two uh, stores, where we can bring and infuse some of that experience going forward.
4: To that same sort of point, do you think there's an opportunity to have like an East Coast HQ?
3: Well, you want my personal opinion or what I think? (laughs) (laughs) I would. Clearly, we we have a lot on the uh, the West Coast with the two stores that we have, and even if you look at the the events, we're excited about going to New York Comic Con and and what that represents. I think the I mean I, I'm not going to say yes because nothing's uh, imminent, but we are actively from a Pop Yourself standpoint looking at ways where we can bring this experience to the East Coast, whether that's in a temporary way, like a, a weekend pop-up or something that's small format um, in a little bit more semi-permanent way. Uh, all of those things are being explored right now, but we, we always, I mean, the East Coast thing is nothing new for our brand. We wanna, we wanna be there more than we are today. We wanna show up more. That's why we're excited about New York in a couple of weeks, um, but that's kind of where we're at today with that question.
4: And on the online perspective, shipping is restricted to the U.S. Are there plans to expand access to other countries like Canada?
3: Uh, Specifically, uh, well, I, I would say there are plans to expand to other territories. I mean, it's obvious for us to think that Canada and Mexico, just given the geographic um, location of those would be natural territories. I I don't want to commit to anything today because there's a lot of complexity to work through. But yes, as we move into next year, we are going to be actively looking at territories uh, to ship to uh, and expand to. So more more to share on that soon.
4: Great. Um, So are there any special well, you mentioned special days and holidays. Are there plans or discussions for wedding related pop yourself options?
3: Yes. And I, I want to, I would love to show you the assortment that's on my uh, floor over here that we are working through. Um, yes. The, the answer is yes. I mean, what the wedding season is something that we are going to be celebrating uh, next year. One of the things that we've seen um, fans do is uh, not only give them as gifts but use these as cake toppers. So there's a lot that we are um, embracing there's um there's also some other um without getting into too many details different price point options that we're looking at for things like that that can really kind of elevate what that uh, experience is about bringing people together. Um, so more to share on that soon. But short answer is yes. There, that's in that's in the pipeline. We do have some suits and and um, things in the assortment now, but it's it's nowhere near where it's going to be in the future. And by future, I mean first half of next year.
4: Um, since this is a customizable product, are there plans for accessory packs and removable items?
3: uh pushing me on the product question yeah, short, well, short, think yeah people are excited, answer, right <laughs> yeah, yeah. short answer is uh uh yes, we are looking at um accessory packs we're looking at that from a um a licensing solution uh to hey it's it's uh it's my game day pack um because uh the other thing that I didn't get into too much detail. There is the interchangeability. So I'm holding my laptop here. You you can take that out. Um, So there is some of that when it comes to accessories and things like that. So those are also things that we're exploring. We think that that also, there's an opportunity to potentially add collectability into that special package, special accessories. That's also something that's a part of our core business. Like how do we bring some of the collectability into this? Um, But short answer is uh, yes, timing is TBD on that um, and how exactly that comes to life. It, but that is something that's being actively explored and, and developed.
4: Awesome. Well, that takes us. Oh, got another one from Sarah. Um, how many accessories can you currently choose? Can you get additional ones as add-ons like the buddy
3: Yeah. So currently um, you can choose two um, that fit in each of your hand and then you can choose up to two buddies. The buddies are uh, an an extra price, Um, but that's, that's where it is today. And to the question previous, there, there probably is, you know, opportunity if you're sitting here and, you know, you love ice cream and you love sushi, but, you know, pizza is the third favorite and you can't leave that out. You know, how we, how we address that and how we can uh, provide that option for fans going forward is something that we're uh, exploring likely through the packs, but um, we'll see.
4: Well, great. Dave, that took us through all the questions. Oh, here we go. Um, Is articulation, elbows, knees, ever something that could happen with this pop yourself line?
3: I would say I wouldn't want to say never, but I'd also say that that's we want to be true to what Pop is. Um, pop is a vinyl uh, figure that has um, limited articulation, so I, I would think that that is I would never say never, but I think we also want to be true to what Pop is um, and not you know deviate too far um, from that. Um, but I think it's an interesting comment. It's just it hasn't been something we've explored.
4: Well, then that officially takes us through the chat questions. Thank you, Dave. Thank you all again. Um, We hope you have a wonderful day and we
3: will chat soon. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate the time.
2: Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. where prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation